2: Good morning, Conroe and points elsewhere. It is 9:11 on the dot on a Wednesday morning. It Humpty. Dick, Dick, what day is it? Guess what day it is.
3: What day? It's Wednesday. Well, perfect. It's the 9th of October.
2: <laughs> the joke got lost somewhere. Yeah. Dick and Skippy in the mornings. I'm Skippy. With me, as always, is Dick. Uh, we made it to another Wednesday. That we did. Yeah. Which is uh, the night before Friday Eve? Well, cool. Yeah.
3: Before a catfish Eve.
2: Catfish yeah. Eve. That's right. We got a lot of stuff going on this weekend. This weekend, excited to talk about it. Yeah. So we're on the air, just you and I, till ten. Then we're gonna take a break, but don't go away because we got special guests in the studio.
3: Yeah. We got a Bears Etc. coming in. They're having an event happening this weekend, also called Bear Fest. I believe this is their second annual. Uh, it's it's a event happening in downtown Montgomery from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday. There's a barbecue cookoff. There's events. Uh, I think she's still accepting vendor booths. Uh, there's a lawnmower race, and uh, oh yeah, all proceeds to go help out bears, et cetera. So they'll be in here around 10 o'clock. So if you have any bear questions and things like oh, that. oh, I have plenty. So uh, we we know we. We've heard all of your complaints about 9-1. What, what do I do when there's a bear? You know, when it hits the fan dick, when you're being a chased down by a bear. Or a crossbow.
2: So I hear that
3: some guns, like, you know. Or bear the mace. Just, I think they literally make mace. That's for bears. Do you know how close you have to be for bear mace to work? Yeah, but, like, you can entice him with your lovely dancing. And then when he gets I closer, can entice him with my like, scat. Like a siren over here. And you bring them closer to you. And then you bear mace them.
2: You know what, Dick? One day you're going to be facing on a bear, and you're going to think, "Geez, I really wish I'd listened to Skippy because I don't know if I ring a bell or
3: run away or spray him with with." Well, I'll tell mace. you one thing: I won't probably curl up in a ball. Okay, so that's the only thing I know I won't do.
2: Oh, I just—that's my natural, you know, when it's flight or you know, fight thinking, or flight. I
3: always imagine going out like the end of Legends of the Fall, so. I mean, if I had to recreate that, <laughs> I'll, I'll be all right with that.
2: Okay, someone needs to Photoshop Dick's face onto, who is it, DiCaprio? Who is it? It's Brad Pitt. No, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, that's right. DiCaprio yeah. was in the other one. Um, Brad Pitt's body.
3: We'll get that graphic for you. You know, it's funny. I was listening to a commentary from David Fincher and Brad Pitt when they were talking about Seven the movie mm. and i don't know if anyone has uh, seen 7 but it's a very dark film it is and this they is were so making depressingly a, dark they were making uh, comments about well, they remember the time when the marketing guys do their test screenings and david fincher was trying to convince them to do uh, do it a certain way for example like he goes when the movie ends just let the audience sit for like 15 seconds like just cuz it's like a it's a dark ending like a real dark Whatever, and... We
2: can tell... I think we're beyond the spoiler zone.
3: Well, you know what? I think it's that good of a movie, you don't want to spoil it. And, well, whatever happened was during the test screenings, right when the it went black, they turned on all the lights, and they came out and started handing out cards. And the first question was, what did you think about the performance of Brad Pitt, who was most recently in Legends of the Fall? And, and the, so they're expecting to rate that. He says, do you think he mixed well with with uh, Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Freeman, who was recently in Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> and he was and like, why are you asking these questions when their characters just, you know, basically we don't know if he murdered them or whatever. Uh, and it was pretty funny talking about them, talking about how that movie was Can you was just see just Brad Pitt as so the horrorly. next
2: spokesman for Bluebell Ice Cream?
3: So there you go. I mean, well, people... once
2: upon a time, many, many, many years ago, back in the eighties, to help okay. pay my way through college, I was one of those guys with the clipboards in the mall, and I was in Westwood Mall. That shows you how old this is. Not a well uh, patroned mall, you, you know. It was Sharpstown Mall's little sisters, okay. were. But it's interesting finding or finding out about the the backside of being a market research analyst is what's the official title but you've, you we've all seen them the people excuse me do I ask you some questions and 99 times out of 100 they're you know blown off or 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 whatever but it was interesting because the things you, you don't know and I would encourage people to like partake of those if, if you stumble across one of these people if you have 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes go for it because first off Seven times out of ten, within two questions, you're disqualified. You know, they have to ask what's your, you know, age range or or how many kids, if you have kids or something. Yeah. So within three questions, most of you are, are, are done. And it actually goes to the, the whole uh, final report going, you know, we asked 3,000 people, but 2,700 of them were disqualified. So there's that. Number two, uh, market research like that does movie trailers – or TV spots, or ads, or commercials, or new toys for kids, and it's just really funny because they would show one movie, uh, uh, one of the movies that was actually going up at the time that we we did the trailers for was Jim uh, Cotta. Here's this oh
3: yeah I remember that the, the, the Gym Ninjas
2: <clears throat> right well that's a great movie well so the original well, movie trailer was some Olympic Kurt, athlete. Kurt somebody.
3: Somebody got a gold winner. Yeah,
2: right? it was Kurt somebody. I remember that. But they had like three different movie trailers, and one of them was like the,
3: in a world where
2: gymnast ninjas happen.
3: U.S. agents and gymnastic martial artist Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas. Secure the missile-based site by the Caspian Sea.
2: But they had three different movie trailers, you know, planned out. One was the, in a world. The other made it kind of funny. Like, they they were embracing the fact that, okay, what happens when you mix gymnastics with kung fu? kata That kind of stuff. And then the third one was somewhere in the middle where it was not quite the inner world, but it was, you know, when a gymnast finds his way. That's so funny. And so people's responses would determine the entire track of that movie. Does that movie get released as A, B, or C? Because the whole marketing campaign would be based on that. You know, the the one – you know, so they'll, they'll take, like, 50 pictures of the movie poster and, like, which one tells you to go to this movie? There's that. There were some kids' toys, but I was staggered that they actually made it to product phase. they are the most, like, inappropriate toys for children I think that's ever. even a gimmick
3: on uh, Practical Jokers. I believe it. Like they, I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but they, they – In Im- Practical joke. Yeah, like, uh-huh. one of their, their gags is they do – market study stuff and they bring people in and it's like product testing and they they joke each other because they give each other products that would never ever be approved like one of them was like the peeing grandfather and like he randomly pees everywhere so it's like you know i would not be surprised if that was one of the actual toys that we you
2: know they would come up with some really like we did the original version of bionicle but the original bionicles were like way grosser than what the finished product was. It was like they would ooze from every you joint. mean like a Lego thing? Yeah, you know, those little... Yeah. But the, they would have them, like, gushy. I, you know, because of that, I knew about where He-Man came from. You know, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe? Yeah. Do you know where that came from? The
3: whole... Stretch Armstrong? No. I didn't. You,
2: you would think so. So, if you remember Arnold Schwarzenegger's Conan, well, Mattel bought the toy rights to Conan the Barbarian. They were, right. oh, they're going to do a, a movie of the comic book. <laughs> And they had a whole bunch of Conan dolls made. Well, then the movie came out, or you know, as they're showing, you know, the movie in previews, and realizing that this is a hard R movie, that kids couldn't come see this movie, so they had a whole bunch of dolls that they they couldn't sell. So they put blonde, they took the, you know, in the dolls, they put blonde wigs on them, changed the the outfit just a little bit, and
3: created He-Man,
2: and that's where that whole thing came from, because of R-rated Conan.
3: Thank you for that history lesson. History I know, right? I really right? appreciate it. Hey, that. one day you may great. be on Who
2: Wants to Be a Millionaire or Jeopardy or something. And that's going to be a question. And you're going to thank me. Okay. You're going to thank me.
3: Well, is there anything else going on you, you want to talk about? Uh, it's no. only 919. Yeah, so. there's, there's nothing going on in the world right now. It's actually really peaceful so? and
2: quiet. No, well, Matt Lauer apparently is in some more trouble. Wow. I, well, Ronan Farrow is coming out with a book.
3: And that's an actress, right?
2: No, Ronan Ron Farrow is Mia Farrow's son. the 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 whistleblower, the the head of the Me Too movement, the one that tried to shop the the article about Weinstein back in the day, yeah, and they they shut him down for the longest time. Okay. Well, apparently, there's more alleged sexual shenanigans against Matt Lauer. Oh, jeez. And to where Savannah Guthrie, one of his former co-hosts, today actually. And, again, I, I'm kind of torn on this because there's no presumption of innocence anymore. And so with her saying, oh, this is horrible stuff, well, it's 2nd knowledge from a book written by someone who wasn't even there. So she's very quickly
3: well, let's, uh, coming But Let's go to a quick break. We're going to take a technical break. A right technical now. break. Uh, okay. We're going to see if we can get back on the air. Oh, we're off the yeah, air. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're, we're definitely on Connor's F- FM 104.5, F- 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 106.1, but let me check the other status, okay. other things. So we'll be right back. We'll be back.
0: Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Bean Punk Coffee. Beanpunk Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com. To see our complete list of special events.
3: Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper local audience in Montgomery County? The Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out irlonestar.com/sponsor for more information or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-37 Seven six with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community
0: Radio.
4: Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living mobile cooking school is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class.
3: Hey, we're back. Sorry about that. I think we got Suddenlink was not being friendly with us.
2: Well, we were suddenly not linked to our listeners, but we're back now. Hey, do you know that it is only 69 degrees in the woodlands right now and 71 up here in Conroe? It's beautiful. And it's not going to break 90. And check this out. we got cold front coming through yeah, on Friday. It, 74 is going to be the high. 50 is going to be the low. It's going
3: to be interesting for the Catfish Festival, man. Woo-hoo. It's going to be beautiful. If, Hot uh, catfish
2: and you uh, eat folks it. Folks who are
3: listening have nothing to do this weekend outside of o- Octoberfest. How about Montgomery? Uh, we have the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival happening this weekend. Celebrating <laughs> 30 years of the best Zydeco and Texas music here in downtown Conroe, Texas. Uh, they were too busy to even talk to us. So uh, that means it's you know going to be a good time. I know Wayne Toops is going to be here Friday. I think it's $15 to get in. I think it's only like $20 for all weekend. So if you just pay $20, I'll I'll look it up. I'll look it up over next break to make sure I get that right. But it happens in downtown Conroe. uh, And also uh, a warning to those who are visiting downtown Conroe between tomorrow and the weekend, you cannot get in through certain roads. So the main road that will be open is, of course, West Davis 105 uh, all the way to East Texas east side over to cleveland but uh that's about it that's pretty much all the major road that you're allowed to drive in everything else will be gated up
2: well if you want to avoid the uh um road closures and everything else uh, or another option also on saturday is the merchant Chapin group gala hope for heroes <clears throat> where you know if first responders
3: are your bag and you want to help them out. Well, just this. give them money, and but go enjoy yourself at the Catfish Festival.
2: Yeah, well, you can go there during, there's like October <laughs> fest. you can go there during the day, and then go to the gala at night, and they got this world-class artist named Michael Israel, who's actually going to paint stuff yeah. during. Yeah, I think
3: they came in, I think we talked about that. Yeah. But, uh, no, okay, so before we're having technical issues, I wanted to bring up this topic, and I would love our audience to uh, chime in too. I don't know if anyone's been noticing, a lot of uh, larger corporations, especially American corporations, are getting flack because of, them being placated or placating to China and their rules.
2: Mm. Uh, I
3: think it was last week or over the weekend, the H- Houston Rockets GM tweeted something about support of Hong Kong. And right now the NBA is kind of touring the world in different areas, especially in Asia. I don't know, Japan, China and other areas. Yeah. Trying to open the markets Well, where, where they're playing games. They're mm-hmm. literally playing games and the Rockets, I think were in Japan during that time. But, uh, but basically, China didn't like it. And China goes, we're not going to broadcast any of your games. We're not going to. You can't say these things. And I, you know, I really want to show you is, you know, we always talk about you know, 1984 and these totalitarian governments and double uh, double speak and things like that. And I want to. I want to during the break. I'll print out the statement they made about freedom of speech, what China thinks freedom of speech is, and it's really creepy how they... You're free it,
2: to say whatever we tell you to say. Well,
3: that's like inadvertently, that's what it kind of sounded like. And uh, and that's today, it's 2019. Well, anyway, uh, uh, happening on the other end of entertainment industry was the video game industry. I don't know if anyone really knows, but a lot of people do this. They watch stream people playing video games. That's a big deal. Yes, I've noticed and that. And there's a lot of jokes from the boomers and the old people <clears> and all that stuff about why would you watch people play video games? But people do it. And it's a thing. It's it, a thing. It, it's a thing. Well, anyway, there is a big tournament going on over, I believe, in China with this card video game, which is even better. It's even more funny. A because, card like, po- so like it's poker. A, so it's like cards, but it's a video game. So they're, you know, okay. It's even better.
2: Well, online poker, I guess, has its place. Yeah. And place.
3: anyway, one of the it, there was an interview being held with one of the winners, uh, and, and contestant over over in this tournament, and he basically expressed his feelings about Hong Kong. And about free Hong Kong and all those kind of things. Well, the game company Blizzard uh, basically banned him for a year, uh, took all of his winnings, and they shut down the stream. And then they fire the two people doing the interviews. There's like, you know, there's a there's hosts and there's interviews. Okay,
2: so this gamer who made them a ton of money, apparently. Yeah, I guess made a political comment about throwing support yeah. in Hong Kong and the company just... Boom. I'm trying to think, well, for them to have a leg to stand on, he had to have actually broken something in the like contract.
3: Well, you know what, especially with the NBA and Blizzard, Blizzard is, and I don't know if if you want to be amazed, look up uh, South Korea StarCraft. It is as popular there as any other major sport here where, if you know, if you go to... The Buffalo Wild Wings, there's always like thousands of TVs and football. If you go over in South Korea, you go into a bar, there's thousands of TVs of people playing StarCraft. It's really strange. Is
2: that the game I played like years ago? Yes. Like you fly it's around still, a spaceship? It's
3: and- highly competitive over okay. there. Okay. Uh, but anyway, there's, there's a big market there, is what I'm trying to point out. Okay. And what I want to ask you, uh, Sean, is. Is this one of those moments where we see a huge challenge in today's culture where enough change might come from it, where it will change the rest, like the, the trajectory of human, the humankind, where people are now are seeing one faction make another faction going, you know what, this is, cra- this is getting crazy over here
2: very rarely in human history do you know there are defining moments turning points yeah you know we talked about world war one It's universally considered to have started when archduke ferdinand was shot but it's not like at that moment oh we're all going to war it's it launched the sequence of events yeah that changed the world <clears throat> i think another one you know um even more so because people will talk about jfk's assassination as this huge turning point in history it's Alternate, you know, it'd be weird to see what the world were like if that hadn't happened, and a lot of science fiction shows yes. have, have that. But because we could have gone to to war with Cuba, you know, nuclear war under under Kennedy. So who's to say it was, it's different? But we can't say it's better. Well, at it's wars. always
3: war, isn't it?
2: Pretty much.
3: Okay. Well, y- well, I wasn't really alluding to that. I meant more of.
2: But another one here's one that's pretty clear. When the Berlin Wall came down. Yeah. When the Iron Curtain fell, when, when Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall, I mean, that was, that was Archduke Ferdinand being shot. That was the moment where the the world changed forever. The Soviet Union was not going to be the Soviet Union anymore. And if you look back on all these shows, that because the 80s are back in style now, you know, like with Stranger Things, they're always talking yeah. about the Russians. And I'm that nerd who's yelling at the TV, they weren't Russians, they were Soviets. We didn't call them Russians back then. There was no Russia. There was the Soviet Union. and Where were they before that? They were Russia.
3: Okay, so they were and, Russians. And then Tsar Nicholas and his family were slaughtered. And but they were called Russians. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, we're not Russians anymore. No, we're, we're, Soviet. we're a Soviet. Okay. Is and that why it was kind of confused with like Croatia and stuff like that? It's
2: yeah. Like, well, yeah. Because I know in the
3: soccer world, that's a, like. Yeah, a huge you had thing. Bosnia
2: and Sergovia, and that was all under the Iron Curtain. That was all under Eastern Europe. Yeah. It was part of the. But all these independent federated uh, Russian Federation, Federated Republics now kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan, those were under the Soviet Union, so it was completely. But that was a moment. So here and now, I don't think it's of the level like a you know tear down that wall or or landing on the moon. That that's another one, you know. But they all don't have to be landing on the moon. They can be with one man being shot. And so this kind of like could the be, be the it, but American we're not going to revolution, right? The shot heard. Yeah. Think about it. The shot heard round the world. That's yeah. what started it. When they're facing each other down, and to this day, no one knows who fired that shot. But there was one, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> as a result, had that not happened, who who would have well, known? This,
3: this reminds me of like the perfect storm of cancel culture, technology being able to spread information as fast as possible. It's like within seconds. And then it's clashing with what needs what, what we as as humans believe needs to happen, where it comes down to human rights and what we believe we establish what human rights are, and you know, and then that to me it's really funny to see corporations, especially like the NBA, who probably in the past since Yao Ming was drafted, were like working on getting into that market, mm-hmm. and you know, there's some roundtable dudes of the NBA going, they're screwing everything up. Mm-hmm. We have worked twenty years to get to this point where we could grab China and grab those audience, those eyeballs, and now we can't because...
2: Well, so I know in the world that nowadays corporations are evil. You know, if you're IBM
3: or Apple
2: or Halliburton or whomever, especially if you're in the oil and
3: gas industry, you know, you're evil incarnate. Yeah.
2: But sports companies seem to be given
3: free... uh, Well, no, a lot of companies, any company that's... I think everyone didn't have a, a grasp of how large companies are. If this had been a, like not your, been the NBA, if this had
2: been a private or a public corporation, let's say, let's say Halliburton, yeah, just for poops and grins, it's pulled this that one of their star CEOs or, or VP said something and they're yanking it and they're they're obviously putting profit before human interest. They'd be vilified. that would be the top of the news. But they're, because they're doing that today, that's still going on. They, they they are, but what I'm saying is that but no right cares. now there's a question about well the best well now answer me this Dick is, is how's the basketball viewing world
3: are, are they split or are, are people outraged at this or are they just well I, I think it's a combination because I think what the NBA did poorly is now they're hypocritical because uh, if you look it up during the NFL kneeling days. Those were, NBA the, was very vocal the NBA about, is very vocal about letting their players have free speech. And like, I think it was yesterday, a couple people showed up to a game in the United States with free Hong Kong t-shirts and posters and they got kicked out and that happened in the United States. So it's kind of like, well, where do we, as a people going, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable? Cause we can also say like, you know, holding a poster isn't that big of a deal, but you know, yelling during the quiet time of something, you know, like that's not that you get out of here. You're disturbing mm-hmm. things. But that's what people, I think, the NBA world are saying. Like, hey, NBA, why are y'all doing this? Like, y'all literally for a year or two were saying power to the people. And now the whole joke is Nike's products are being pulled from China because of James Harden and the Rockets and stuff like that. And someone said, you know, uh, what was that slogan they gave but Kaepernick? But not told because what, Kaepernick. Yeah, what, yeah, it's like, what is that was, slogan? You know? Even when
2: you sacrifice everything, keep, yeah. keep going. Yeah, whatever like it is. Yeah. And
3: like, and it really is kind of funny because you are, I love challenges like that in life. Everyone faces different levels of challenges like that. And this is a challenge that corporations are going to have to navigate through because of how do how do you tiptoe the line of being, you know, PC and then also making money and then also, you know, being able to get into that market, because China really is, that's a difficult market to get into, I imagine, as a business person, because how much control that government has over exports, imports, and basically everything, like everything in that country.
2: Well, unfortunately, rarely can you have uh, in a free market economy to want, you know, to make a profit and give back to the world. Because the whole point of, let's take the again the oil and gas industry just because it was the topic earlier yeah they're vilified you know whether it's a global warming thing or corporation thing or fat cat thing or wage inequality or or safety or or whatever you know they're vilified on 42 different fronts um sometimes rightfully sometimes not you know the exxon valdez was was definitely you know accountability needed to happen but there are those that want it just wiped out. Just We're going to kill the oil and gas industry. We're not going to drill anymore. Now think about how many jobs are directly related to the oil and gas industry. And I'm talking beyond oil drillers and those who make the equipment. I mean, that's alone. But then gas station attendants, small business owners, you know, plastics. Or I'm still laughing about how we have those protesters against the oil the other day who are wearing plastic, you yeah. know,
3: well, that's what I'm saying. You're like, you can only go so far when you get so outraged because, I mean... And it's,
2: but if the oil and gas industry was forced to give, you know, you can no longer make any profit. All your money needs to go back either to, you know, taxes, to health care, to, to Greenpeace, to whatever. You know, if the government insisted on that, that industry would shut down, and there, the it would devastate the economy. I mean, like, take us back to the Dark Ages. And, but here's the thing. What's an industry that makes just as much money but is loved by all is the entertainment industry, sports yeah. and entertainment. But well, look at this. If we lost sports team uh, lost our sports team, life would go on. Yeah. If the NFL shut down tomorrow.
3: Well the the best social commentary or that if I've seen Hollywood fell into the ocean. That's on tomorrow. the nose. You need to check out is South Park. They had I think about 2 weeks ago, they did a whole episode about China and the way they control our entertainment. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it's not what we think of, like, what we think how control is. It's just inadvertently that's how they control it. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny. And it, it includes Winnie the Pooh and, <laughs> and Mickey Mouse. And, like, those South Park guys are really funny with their satire. I really. Well, it
2: is satire. It's smart. And, that's what I'm saying. And I,
3: I, would, if, I would encourage those who want to have a good laugh while kind of like seeing a critique of China, is check it out because they're pretty funny about it. Just to let you know, Winnie the Pooh, he gets a little, he gets strangled. <laughs> it's pretty crazy it's pretty wild but uh yeah no it kind of what bothers me about it too is a lot of my friends are like oh i don't want to play these games i'm like yeah i don't know about that like that's if you're going to start doing that then you start needing to challenge other things in your life but i think it's i think it's very interesting from a history point of view of seeing people how to how they gauge and the, the decisions they make when they're challenged like this because another challenge if you remember the women in uh, i believe it was saudi arabia In Iran, weren't allowed in the stadiums. Okay, and now I believe it's Saudi Arabia now allows them into the stadium. They changed the rule; women are now allowed into the stadium to watch soccer. But
2: that's the thing: in a desire to increase your profit, that's where a lot of social change for the better can happen. Think about, and we've talked about this before. Up until the mid seventies, a woman could not have her own bank account. A married woman in her own name. It had to be, her husband had to approve it or, or a woman buying the house, you know, and there were corporations, in fact, it was a cigarette corporation. I think it was uh, R.J. Reynolds, but whoever did Virginia Slims started marketing cigarettes. And it's a horrible start, but it actually <clears throat> helped pave the way in a good way to you've come a long way, baby. I remember those cigarette ads and these were cigarettes for women and showed women, yeah. you know, playing tennis and, and, and being business women. And that's what started, because they realized we are missing out on this whole, there are women with money. There are married with m- women with money. Banks realized, you know what, we could literally double our intake of accounts if we opened it up. To, so the greed, this sounds horrible, but if you remember the Wall Street, that Michael Douglas movie back in the mm-hmm. 80s, where you had the bad guy saying greed is good, in a funky way on many levels, it is. When we get greedy, we want more. We want to beat the co- competition's good. We wanted to beat the Soviets, not the Russians, the Soviets to the moon. So we did. You know, it's without that, without yeah. a free market economy, without competition, if you have a, quote, single-payer system, and I'm not talking just about for health care. I'm talking if if there's only one point of contact, and especially if that's governmental, think about the medical uh uh, advancements. We'd have the world's best iron lung right now if it, if, if would government run healthcare. That doesn't government run stuff doesn't breed innovation. Doesn't evolve us. It's greed. It's it's wanting well, it does. It does wanting when it, when to outpresses people. <laughs> well, there's that when you it's wanting to outsell the other guy. And I think what's going to happen all of a sudden, if you notice more and more people now that the new iPhones come out, people are like I'm not paying fifteen hundred dollars. I think we're seeing this. We're about to see. We're talking about this earlier. You know, yeah. is there a turning point?
3: Well, see, I think there is a turning. There's, uh, there's going to be. I don't know if the bottom line is going to be affected for Nike and companies that do deal with, with China. But I think it's. I think it's the companies that become vulnerable are the ones who are outspoken, and then it becomes kind of a joke. People are like y'all are a joke.
2: Well, be outspoken all you want. Don't be hypocritical hypocrit- so about the
3: ones who are outspoken, and then it comes to bite them in the butt within a, within a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh great, here we go. But I mean, there's certain companies that did very well to convince people the other otherwise. I mean, my, that's when you know we always talk about the medical industry and you know how did we get this far? Well, I mean, there's a reason why the medical field advanced so fast is between 19, 1900s to 2000. A lot of hap- lot of stuff has happened. And a lot of weird stuff happened, mm-hmm. and especially with companies that like where all of the drugs come from. Like where do you think they got the research from doing some distasteful stuff? Mm-hmm. And uh, but no, I found the quote from the China, from the CCT or is it CCP or was it China's something people or whatever? People's Republic of China. Well, basically uh, the. Which is at, funny because the not- NBA commissioner said they support free speech, and you know they're not gonna they're not gonna get mad at the GM of the Rockets. And basically, what the uh, CCTV, which I guess is China's TV, mm-hmm. they said we're strongly dissatisfied and oppose Adam Silver's claim to support Maury's right to freedom of expression. We believe that any remarks that challenge national sovereignty and social stability are not within the scope of freedom of speech. So. That's what they. Uh, that's um, that. Um,
2: so those of you out here who just love to compare us to see how they do healthcare in Denmark, see how this happens, see the price stretch. of gas in You're Venezuela. It again. You
3: you You're can't compare
2: it. other countries. Other countries have their own thing. That is
3: in Everyone communist China. Flaws.
2: Well, in the communist China, that is there. There's no Bill of Rights and there's no separation of church and state because there's no church. There's no nonprofit in China. It is the do it our way or not. Yeah, and so you just can't compare that.
3: Well, I think it's an interesting time, and it'd be very, it'd be really neat to see what outcome, what is actually affected from this. Because we can be upset for a couple of weeks, but then we also have that great way of forgetting things after a week. Because we have a president named Donald Trump who loves to go on Twitter and tweet, yeah, tweet. quick. Anyone want to talk about Epstein? What's the latest? You know, well, three you,
2: weeks ago. Well, that's
3: kind of strange because what do you expect to happen?
2: I expect I mean, a murder investigation to happen.
3: Oh, because you think he was murdered?
2: I, there have been no reports coming out. You, you know, they were saying, yeah, we're going to investigate Alan, this. <clears throat> Net neutrality. Let's talk about how that was going to end the world if I was If I
3: was Geraldo, the first thing I would be doing is flying, getting parachuted into his island and finding that vault to redeem himself. Of the Epstein vault files, and like finally we got Break it. Break into Al Capone's glove compartment. Yeah, and his like guard. we got it, guys.
2: Well, I want to go back to your original question real quick about you know the turning point. So let's talk about you know, on a presidential level. Let's go back to President. I think Reagan had a defining moment with the ter- Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall. Clinton, his was I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I, that I think was a defining moment because that humanized. Not necessarily oh, good plus or bad he's way. He's
3: being hypocritical, right? But or, uh, I mean, that was, that was something
2: that was something that's universal. Not, yeah. not his impeachment proceedings afterwards, nothing like that. Just the fact that he, you know, president yeah. on the air, bald face lied uh, to the, you know, on a, in a press conference, didn't hide behind anything like you
3: know, uh, Kennedy. It was just we just didn't talk about it back then. Well, what's going to be interesting? You're saying the outcome. I think what's going to be interesting is people are going to see how far China goes with its you know grasp over companies mm-hmm. around the world because Ch- to me China doesn't play games if they if they cancel you they're canceling you and your entire family if company-wise so right. like for example these blizzard people if they go hey we're not going to play our game you know China we don't agree with your whatever we're out well there's going to be some owner that's part of, investor of Blizzard who owns another company, and they're like, you know what, you do business with Blizzard, you can't do Blizzard business with us anymore. Mm-hmm. China's like, you're out of here, and then that guy, it's like, it's going to be a domino effect. You where, can have that, but I mean, a change will will happen. Well, like one of the conspiracy theories is there's, I think there's one to four owners or part owners uh, who are Chinese national and they own NBA teams. So that was kind of the thing. What are they going to yep. do with those folks? Because they can totally see China giving special privilege to those teams. Like, do I think the Brooklyn Nets, the owner is Chinese? So it's like, oh, they can play over there. There comes
2: a point when the business decision is outweighed by the human interest decision. Sooner or later, if this if this does grow, the battle lines yeah. are drawn. The decisions will have to be made. Is the profit more important than that? now? Here's the thing: by reaching into the Chinese media with video games and stuff like that, it is. Opening them up, it is affecting change. Our relationship with the Middle East is a direct, res- as a direct well, it, result of that, we have women being able to drive. It's it's a long way to go. It's just, but without our presence there, it wouldn't happen at all. What's well, what's? I agree with that. Like, what's great? And do you think Saudi Arabia would allow women to drive if they'd been left to their own devices without no telling what they without doing. American inter- oil interests? I have no, no. idea. No, for thousands of years. It hasn't. Well, been like
3: there, I was reading about how much companies have to change their games in order to fit what China allows,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and it's how much you're willing to change. Yeah, that, and, that's the question. And I don't know, like me as a consumer, is like, does that bother me as much? I mean, because at one point you gotta say, like, oh, this is helping pay for things that are hurting people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that, and there's like, I don't think there's any aspect of my life that there's not one. Th- there's at least one thing that whatever I'm buying, whatever I'm consuming is hurting somebody in the long run. Like I was always uh, watching this thing about avocados, you know, and apparently avocados is like the mafia business these days. I had no idea. And about how many people it's hurting around the world. And I'm like, man, I think you could do that with any product at one point because they're saying, oh, Chile has private water rights. So the people who are growing avocados, they're, they're hurting the, pro- the poor people to not have access to water in Chile I'm like, man, now I know all this stuff. Like, what am I supposed to do? Not eat guacamole? Like, how do you... Like, I don't... Every aspect of my life is going to be affected by that, Sean. Mm -hmm. So what do I need to do? Do I just need to have my own farm and just hang out there and... Don't rely on us because. Are there water the rights? Aren't there water rights issues here? Like, I can't have my own water rights here? Is that is Well, that there's an
2: ongoing thing with, with groundwater and well water. Like, I can't do my
3: own well? Can I do my own well here? I'm not sure What's about the, the latest
2: on that one, but there is a difference because we have the Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District.
3: Am I going to get arrested? No, I don't think. I think you're okay. I can see them now. I can see them flex.
2: Well, you might have the, uh, the flexi muscle, but they'll go after the big fish. They won't go after you, Dick.
3: I don't know. I think they are. i think because like i I remember i was sitting over there at uh pie in the sky and they have their own water retention thing for all their plants and stuff it's really cool they built it all up where they collect water Mm -hmm. and it was something like i think my dad or somebody was like yeah it's illegal in some parts to collect water
2: yeah well in california because you had like the ed bagley juniors of the world saying yeah collect uh, everything went you know all rainwater went to a barrel and he was encouraging people to do that. Well, now it's illegal to do that because so many people did it that no rainwater was hitting <laughs> the ground and there was a drought. It, doing stuff like that for the, the small picture. Yeah, I'm
3: going to uh, save water by. And they were saying 18 gallons to make an avocado. <clears throat> okay. So that's, that was their quote. I was like, how the heck did they come up with that stuff? But then, I mean, to me, that's kind of like give or take.
2: <laughs> well, uh, you know, th- think about how much
3: it takes for any tree. When we can start throwing grow. stuff, everything in tubes. Yeah. Is which is why for. I'm
2: all for GMOs.
3: So, but no, I, th- I thought it was interesting for the Blizzard folks in, the, mm-hmm. in China. And I, I imagine there's going to be an ongoing thing with other businesses and especially with today's uh, rapid response of media. Being able to jump would, on this, it would grow, but here's, more people are going to be clicking on this, than they're going to be keep making stories about it. Unfortunately, and... that we have the squirrel mentality.
2: Yeah, we're we're all you know, as I was pointing out earlier, net neutrality, no, North Korea. I mean, every we got a, a new clickbait, skies falling, Chicken Little thing every day, every week, that no one will settle on one. This could be a turning point, point. and as I started to say, like I think with with Reagan, we had the the tear down this wall thing. Let's take it to – and Clinton with the I did not have sexual relations, you know, that, that was a defining moment. That, that was where it changed because now we knew what the president actually did, had done to him in the Oval Office. So it humanized it and to an extent yeah. here, because we just didn't talk about it before. Now let's, let's go to Obama or Bush uh, Jr. or Sr. besides the entering Iraq. Or, or I think you know, Bush Senior pulling out of Baghdad. I personally think that was a bad idea in the original Desert Desert no Storm. I'm not getting the politics. We made it to stuff. we made it to Baghdad and stopped outside, and then didn't go in. It's like circling Berlin at the end of World War II, and then just not heading towards the bunker. That's my personal opinion. But I don't, th- <clears throat> I don't know if that's world changing. But under the Bushes, the Senior or Junior or Obama, I can't think of a defining. World changing moment from years later because things could happen again with when Archduke Ferdinand was shot. People right then didn't know World War II, World War I was starting, yeah. But down the line, they you could look back and say this was the moment. I can't think of a moment in any uh, between Trump, Obama, Bush senior, yeah. or junior that there was a moment that pivoted something on a world on a global stage. I, I'd love to hear people's responses to that, I could be dead bang wrong. But I, uh, offhand, I just can't think of anything. Now, yeah, you can have a president who says stupid stuff or you can have a president who decides to change health care uh, or this and that, but I don't think of that scale. We've had something for quite a while. But whether it come a time 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line, we'll look back and we say, the day that Trump tweeted this, that started World... You, you know, eventually, yeah. that would start World War Three, yeah, or the, the tweet day Obama did that. nuts.
3: That'd be <laughs> nuts. Well, thanks, uh for let me ask you that question. My pleasure. I so, hope I answered it to your satisfaction. I know we answer. got a, a bear uh, October Bear Fest coming up here at ten o'clock with bears, et cetera. Is there anything else you want to kind of r- let people know what's going on? And I know uh, we do have a guest on Friday. We have Jay Stillberg. Uh, he's running for uh, Texas Senate Four, which I have, you know, I have no idea what that is, but it's state representative. State, is it state representative four? <clears throat> yes,
2: okay. A state senator. Oh, okay. As opposed to Texas. A US oh, Texas.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, so he's going to come in on Friday, so we're excited about that. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh. We, we have some... Now, Monday was the last day to register to vote for this upcoming election, right here, right now. Well, why didn't, why didn't Apple phone tell me that?
3: <laughs> they tell me everything else. <laughs> right. That's weird.
2: Going back to that briefly, I really think that, uh, iPhone is just... That's a tipping point. Once they broke the thousand dollar mark for a phone, I've You're got all more about and more that. I got more and more people seeing on friends on Facebook saying the new iPhones are, I'm not paying fifteen hundred for a phone. I'm going back to the old flip flip phone's are gonna make a comeback. More and more people are gonna start relying on landlines again. There comes a point and again, that's how the market corrects itself. Greed is good to a certain point, but at the point they're going, Okay, we can sell for eight hundred, let's try nine hundred, let's try a thousand, let's try fifteen. After a while people stop buying.
3: Yeah, but I think also like like for example, you like your iPhone, right? And I always wondered who pays for those commercials for a new iPhone that's like AT&T. Because they're all different. Like, my favorite, I think, is T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. And they're like the motorcycle ones when everyone, they're on their motorcycle getting on their phones and stuff. Oh, and I yeah. go, I wonder if they just filmed a bunch of people riding around motorcycles, and then the alternative shots are with the phone. So, the, technically, they're not with the motorcycle people. So, you can literally just film a guy, pull up a phone, be like, oh, the new iPhone, cool. And then the next shot is people ride motorcycles. So that's how they cycle the commercial. They don't have to make a whole new commercial. Mm. They just film the guy holding up the new phone, and then they continue on with the, well, the old footage. The guy
2: has okay, hold up the iPhone. Okay, now hold up this Android. Now hold up pays, this. Bag who of pays for those
3: commercials?
2: Well, frequently,
3: clearly, it's not. I, I don't think it's Apple. I don't. think Apple goes, hey, AT and T, we're going to give you X amount of dollars to promote the iPhone. Well, no, because you can't
2: have the same. <clears throat> you can't have the same commercial across brands,
3: but... Well, no, like, every phone carrier has their own iPhone iPhone commercial. Right, I think... The new iPhones here... That would be a
2: co-op ad where they say, listen, 18T will pay half, you pay the other half. I don't
3: know. I think Apple's just like, you do what you got. We make such an awesome product, you should be promoting it yourself. you can't make
2: an iPhone commercial without Apple
3: signing off on it before. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I don't think they pay for it. I don't think Apple's like, yeah, we'll give you $10 to make a commercial. They're going to make a commercial no matter what, and... Do you think they're gonna advertise? What do you think? What do you think they're gonna advertise? The newest iPhone or the last year's Galaxy? Well,
2: I'm about to because they flip know. Over to well, they know. What I, the reason I was
3: getting to it is, I bet you those companies will figure out a way to make that phone cheap for you. They're always because I remember like I never had a cell phone until I went into college because I had to pay. I had to pay for my own stuff when it came to those kind of things. My parents, you know, they're very they're really weird about what they want. They would allow me to do. And mm-hmm. they're like, we're never going to get you a cell phone, cell phone, so you better figure that one out. And what amazed me was that was right at the time where you get a free phone, and when I say free, I don't mean, oh, you got to pay $15 extra a month.
2: No, I remember. That's how I legit. used to get my iPhone. Like I sign, get the previous generation for yeah. a penny from the AT&T store it, with a two-year contract. But then all of
3: a sudden it became the norm to, like, oh, you want a new phone for free, but it's not free. We just add $15 mm-hmm. per month for the next three years. And I, I remember I got so bothered by that because I was like, that's not that's not how it used to be. Can I just get a flip phone? Like, what's free? Like, what's actually free?
2: Mm-hmm. And, and more and
3: more people are going to go that route. And uh, and I think that the, they'll figure out, the phone companies themselves will be like, you know what? we got to figure out a way.
2: Well, because the other thing um, Apple did, which I was hearing a lot about this morning on Facebook, uh, they're no
3: longer supporting iPhone 6s. I don't doubt that. You mean the new the new operating system?
2: Yeah. yeah. Well it's no updates. It, it's like when XP, which was arguably the best version of Windows ever. And it and it happens My, though. Microsoft I mean, knew that. So they're like, okay, no one's buying eight Windows eight because they're all loving XP. Fine, we're just gonna stop supporting XP and open it up for viruses. Well and they're stuff smart when like they
3: just said free upgrade.
2: Well yeah. So that, that was a smart get, decision because but from that then they were able to sell ten and and, and so forth and so on. So with, um, like, I, I still have an iPhone 3 that I use for an alarm clock, but now magically, I, I know it's so old, it hasn't updated in forever, but all of a sudden, it stopped accepting my Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi is there, and I try to connect, and, oh, can't connect to it anymore. Because it was like you you can't have an iPhone three. You need to go up to
3: an eight or nine I don't or ten. You. Now. I think that's just you no. Care. Because
2: now sixes are doing the knowing same thing. No
3: you, Knowing you. You're getting that age, man. You ever challenge that self? You ever you ever go the alternative route in your mind? Be like maybe I'm just just not getting it.
2: Well, here's the thing
3: because that, that happens to me all the time.
2: The the seven that's in my hand here, and I bought the the wife an eight. Um, this is the last iPhone I'm buying. Really? Yeah, not at the prices it's at. And if this know. dies, I'll go back. I'll go back to on the flip phone. I don't need. I have a tablet here. I, I don't. I paid cash for this. Well, I wouldn't. I couldn't because both our phones, we both had uh, sixes, and they both died at the same time within like two weeks of each other.
3: And so I had I to. Don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm I. I had to upgrade. One thing that's interesting, though, I will tell you that I hope more companies because this is one thing I don't like about Apple is they don't really like making it easy for you. They like, for example, they're getting rid of iTunes. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Mac user, iTunes will no longer be available for you. It's now called something else where they combine the movies, podcasts, all that stuff into one program. Uh, Windows users will get iTunes still. Uh, but, well, like, for example, WhatsApp. Yeah, I don't know if you know what that is. I've heard of it, but it's I don't like a, know it's what it is. like a chat program, but one thing I realized how cool it is is you can install it on Windows computers and other devices so you don't always have to use your phone. And if that's your main way of communicating with people... I really like that because say I'm texting you and I'm, like, waiting in line. I get home. Well, I don't want to use my phone all the time. Swap it's over on to my it. computer. Yeah. And I, I thought that was really neat. And like, and that's when I realized that's how my best friend's chatting so fast because he's really good at, like, manipulating text and sending pictures. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, how on earth is he? Like, I can barely type. And then he's like, oh, it's he uses the phone app or the app like on the, on the computer. computer. And I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. And I think uh, I know, like uh, that was a cool thing about iPads is you can do iChat on it. Mm-hmm. So if someone texts you,
4: you can iChat on your right iPad. Back. Right. So I
3: thought that was like that's where I would like to get comfortable with my life to my technology, where I don't have to have my phone to do everything. It's more of everything's. Well, it's going to go that way,
2: and I think Apple played a big part in that by breaking the thousand
3: dollar barrier. Yeah, but I mean, I think you'll. I think if you are able to get a phone every five years, you'll pay that thousand dollar barrier. Nope. I think you will. You're you are a subject. Under protest. You are a subject. There's invisible chains on you, and you don't know (laughs) how (laughs) much they restrict wireless fidelity. Hey, listen, it's ten o'clock straight on
2: the dot. Let's uh, go to a break. When we come back, we're gonna have special guests in the studio. Who we got? We got bears, etc. I think that stands for something. Extremely, terrifically
3: cool. Yeah, we got October Bear Fest happening this weekend. We're gonna learn all about the fundraiser going uh, towards bears, etc. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dick and Skippy on IRLoneStar.com and, of course, Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy Live. Feel free to watch us and chat with us. And then you can also call and text at any time at 936-228-9368. We might open the phone lines. We don't know yet. We might, we might, we might. And don't forget, we're on Conrad's FM 104.5, 106.1. We'll be right back. We're going to take an extended break for the the top-of-the-hour break to switch over to our interview with Bears, et cetera.
0: Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Bean Punk Coffee. Beanpunk Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com see our complete list of special events
4: have a legal question are you a resident of montgomery county call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the woodlands bar association we answer the phones on the first monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m to 8 p.m to provide general legal information and information about legal resources
0: 647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Did you
5: know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphaned children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, healthcare. Education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit CoreLove.org. That's C-O-R-E-L-U-V.org. Will you help defend the orphan?
1: Hey, y'all! It's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas.
5: Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This Divorce Workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this Divorce Workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832-375-0900. Hey, Montgomery County
3: and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Fives
4: with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Fives with Soul, Miss Cece Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B, and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at
0: com. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com.
2: dot <laughs> Welcome back to um,
3: Dick and Skippy in the morning. You like that? You're like that sound effects. Music? That
2: was. It sounded like the, um, you know, at theaters letting people know the act was about to begin. They walk through with little chimes,
3: doing the NBC theme, and yeah,
2: yeah that, that sounded like that was. Was it a phone
3: call? Yeah. Well, uh, it's been it's been weird because Skype doesn't want to get deleted. They refuse. Uh-oh. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on. So, you f- one I'm that's try- tethered to the technology. I'm, I'm of my fig- young I'm friend. F- well, I told you, sometimes I'm like, I just don't get it. I don't know what I need to do. <laughs> so, but welcome back to Dick and Skippy here on Lone Star Community Radio, irlonestar.com. And of course, Facebook Live at slash Dick and Skippy. We have October in the studio <laughs> with Bears, et cetera. Hey, Katie. Good morning. What's going on, Katie? Long to have time no see.
5: Yes. Excited to be here this morning.
3: Good. So, uh, folks who don't know what's going on, I put I posted information on our Facebook live feed about the event, a uh, link to it and everything that's happening in downtown Montgomery, Texas, this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, it is a fundraiser for Bears etc., but it's also a barbecue cook-off, lawnmower race. It's a day event. So, if you're looking for something right. to do with the family, this is a free event to attend, but you also have to pay for food and stuff like that to bring cash and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, let's talk about it.
5: Okay, so uh, Oktoberfest last year was our inaugural event, and so this is our second year. So we've added lawnmower races, which is they're non-motorized, no mowing deck, no engine, one person or two people push One person drives through the obstacle course. It's going to be great fun. Um, There may be some circus music played during it because (laughs) there are secrets to the machines that nobody knows about yet. Um, And so uh, awards for fastest time, slowest time, most cones knocked down and least amount of cones knocked down. So it's going to be great. Um, Currently, we have (laughs) over 30 vendors. So I'm very excited for this. Yeah. Um, Competing with, you know, the Catfish Festival a little bit. We have everything from clothing to artwork to decor to, um, oh, my gosh, uh, Scentsy. And there's this cute, cute quilt maker who is coming and i saw her stuff last saturday and is, i was just it like the oh quilts my that are
2: cute or the makers like that, that's cute
5: um well i think both okay. i mean but <laughs> <laughs> um the artists that are coming are pretty amazing um one is coming from louisiana and she does amazing artwork um so it's art decor for your home and um I'm very excited because Animals Anonymous, ha- who has supported us from the beginning, they're a clothing line. But under their their umbrella, which is called Big Dog Shirt Shack, um, they do Fireman Up and they do Fire Wife Up. So they do clothing for firemen and their wives. And then Animals Anonymous, who does our Bears Etc. shirts, for those of you who are on Facebook Live, um, they're coming. And many of their designs go back to um, they give... Um, 20% back to conservation efforts. So if you get a pangolin shirt Uh, one of the most critically endangered species uh, in the world, 20% of the proceeds from you purchasing that shirt goes back to help pangolin conservation. So it's a pretty amazing organization. Well, that's Um, great.
2: It's like giving within the giving.
5: Right, exactly. And um, as always, we have booth space for different nonprofits um, across our community. So Bridgewood Farms is coming, and they're bringing their artwork from their clients out to sell, and that helps support their day programs that they have there for uh, special needs adults Uh, so we're excited this is their second year for coming they came last year and had a really good time and they definitely wanted to come back Texas Black Bear Alliance will be there since I'll be busy doing everything else they'll be there talking about bears in Texas and um, where they're at uh, where they're going and what we see as the future of black bears in Texas um, let's see who else do we have coming? Oh, it's, it's just going to be a good time. And the barbecue. Oh my gosh, we have repeat contenders, Twisted Creek and the Gage brothers. Um, and then we have potential for about four more coming in. So we're holding on to those. It's going to be a great competition. It's going to smell so good in Montgomery this weekend. It's going to
2: attract every bear in a tri-county area right? coming in. Yes,
5: because they can smell food a mile away. So <laughs> all of you bears out there, uh, you'll be following your nose to Montgomery.
3: One thing I want to let the audience know it's you know, when you have organizations like Bears, et cetera, you know, the media thought a lot of it's like, oh, there's a lot of problems in Montgomery County with bears. But one thing I, I want to let inform folks is bears, et cetera, is kind of a a nationwide thing yes. where you coordinate around the around the United States. I mean, I imagine sometimes Mexico or wherever bears are really. That's where I, you help. There's no no borders. Well, I, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I mean that's
5: kind of true because the first bear moved back into Texas across the Rio Grande back in the nineteen sixties right. after they were eradicated. So those ago. darn Canadian but,
2: <laughs> bears crossing our border, taking American <laughs> bear well, jobs. I think it's the,
3: I think it's important, important people to know is yeah. you do a lot more than just Montgomery County. It's not like the, right. the just in Montgomery County. You coordinate and you help folks. So part of your organization is looking to have reservation lands Correct. Wasn't that a reservation? What's the correct way to say it? A
5: refuge. A rescue. sanctuary. Yeah. For
3: bears. Yeah. And are other animals too, or just um, bears? Essentially, are one? other
5: animals. Bears are the focus, though. Yeah. Um, because there's not enough room in other sanctuaries. So basically, uh, the bears that we rescue are coming from people's homes. They've bought them from a breeder or an auction as a pet. They've been hand raised by people. They can't be returned to the wild. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, with, with you saying that, um, when I was speaking to someone at IFA, which is the Interfa- uh, International Foundation for Animal Welfare, there's a guy with an elephant, a hippo, and two bears down in Mexico. And uh, he Sounds won't get like rid the of his bears. Of a joke. I know, right? Um, he <laughs> so? won't get rid of his two bears unless the elephant and the hippo go too. So it's like trying to coordinate rescue of that capacity. Um, is very difficult. Now, I have had to said, say no because we don't have our refuge yet. You know, so maybe uh, once we get up and running, we'll be able to tackle a rescue of that size, but obviously not be able to take on the hippo well, or like the right now, at this
3: point. You do more <laughs> logistic handling for folks right. and you do yes. a lot of transporting and things. So yeah. if you, yeah. one of the goals I know for Bears cetera is to have the refuge. So if right. you go to this event this weekend, all proceeds go to Bears Etc., And it's to help secure the property to provide a permanent placement for abused and neglected bears. And now, this property, you want it to be in Montgomery County, or is this? Yes,
5: we love this community. Um, I'm a member of three of the chambers out of the five. I can't do any more. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, uh, We believe in the people here, and they have a heart for what we're doing, and we have a lot of support. Is the
3: landscape bear appropriate? I'm just curious. I have no idea.
5: Texas is perfect bear. Habitat. now
3: when you say bears i know how many type of bears like 16 different types of bears like i feel like there's bubba gump species? let's see there's, there's, there's kodiak <laughs> bears
2: brown bears black cool. bears grizzly bears polar bear i'm a five of the eight i'm doing pretty good <laughs>
5: actually you're a little off there uh-oh. So let me talk to you about yeah. the colors of bears, remember? We well, had this conversation on Yeah, the, the conversation
2: that you won't tell me how to save myself <laughs> if a bear
5: attacks me.
2: That's the conversation I remember. She doesn't want to be held
0: responsible
2: for <laughs> I know, you, you just,
5: what did I tell you? You just have to be faster than the person that you're with, right? I
2: will shoot that person in the <laughs> leg.
5: Uh, so there are eight species of bears, three of which uh, are native to North America. So we have black bears brown bears and polar bears mm-hmm. a grizzly bear a kodiak bear any of your brown bears are all subspecies of brown bear oh. so there you go um then we have um of course everybody's favorite the panda bear uh, of course i never would have thought <laughs> of that sloth bears which are native to what india
3: when the Pooh. uh
5: yeah winnie the pooh is actually bears. did you know winnie the pooh was actually a real bear
3: oh i doubt it yeah what kind of bear was it? Was he uh, like Kensington he was Zoo a, or something?
5: a black bear taken by a gentleman who was in the military in Canada mm-hmm. and took him overseas during the World War and was a mascot for their um, regiment or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they were going to war and so they had to find a place so it went to the zoo there in London and Christopher Robin was a real boy who went and yeah, his dad he was a wrote, a.
2: Milne's son.
5: Yeah, uh, and his dad wrote these tales about these adventures that he and this bear would have from, when he'd go and visit this zoo. So yeah, think
2: about what, what, what if that mascot had been, you know, an iguana? We'd have Winnie
3: the the lizard.
2: We <laughs> were talking about like things that can change the world. I, don't know. I
3: mean, they made Piglet cute, so anything can be. Cute. No, and, you're just being an eeyore right now. So. <laughs> I mean, I think it would have worked itself out.
5: <laughs> okay, this rabbit trail. That, so <laughs> no, yeah, we'll, we'll so yeah, Back to eight species of bears. So let's talk about um, the spectacle bear down in South America. It's a threatened species. Spectacle uh, bear? Spectacle bear okay. or Andean bear, yes. Uh, they get their names because of the white around their eyes makes it look like they're wearing glasses. Um, <laughs> the uh, sloth bear got its name because it looks... Sloth-like, but it's actually a bear over in India. It's threatened because of habitat destruction, Um, palm oil, uh, specifically in farming. Um, Moon bears and sun bears, both used in Asian cultures for their gallbladder trade, so they'll poach them from the wild and put them in a small cage, and they drain their gallbladder bile. Um, They believe it has magic medicinal purposes. We're talking threatened and endangered species. Um, Over there, Um, the panda used to be critically endangered, but thanks to zoos and other conservation efforts, the pandas are making a comeback. Um, And thanks to Animals Asia over there in Vietnam, they have uh, with the president confirmed that by 2020, bear bile trade and farms in Vietnam will be done. Um, So they're doing a lot of work over there to help these bears. And so we try and help over here. Uh, talk to Americans about, you know, this is what's happening when you purchase this product, you know, does it have palm oil in it? Um, so make sure you're using items without palm oil, palm, palm oil, uh, is found in makeup, food, uh, like a lot of your candies you'll notice on our Facebook page. During the holidays, during things or during Halloween, Christmas, and Easter, make sure you're buying candy that does not have palm oil in it. And we'll hmm. post who you can buy who uses no palm oil. That's or great to hear because I, I had
2: no idea. Yeah,
5: because you're paying those guys for that deforestation, so you're a part of that. So by using your money in a smart way, um, and I'm proud it of helps it. Helps. Yeah,
3: I'm proud of buying those
5: products. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just being contrary. <laughs>
3: no. Oh no, um, it's funny it was we were talking about that earlier uh-huh. before you came on. Oh really? About you know the the, the connections everything has, mm-hmm. and no, you don't really know. And it's kind of like when you go down the line of like, when do you stop? You're like, all right, when palm is, oil, <clears> no more.
2: When is the quest for profit finally well, get outweighed as the by. consumer? I mean, yeah.
3: it's and it, it's amazing that a lot of the imports affect so many things that we don't realize right. inadvertently. Yeah, and so I'm glad you educated the audience about palm oil. Yeah, and yeah. I had no idea. When so so am I just going to start doing everything on my own, man? What am I? What's that called? Like a journeyman or something? I want to make my own clothes. You know, grow grow my own cotton. It's called a Rambo. Stuff. Yeah, Rambo. Well, I mean, yeah, you're going to Rambo it. Make um, my own weapons. Let's,
5: let's go down a little bit further. To reduce, reuse, recycle. You know, when you're talking about making your own clothes and stuff, we have so many thrift stores. We have the Assistance League. Yeah. We have Angel Reach has their Angels Loft. We mm-hmm. have so many places that have great products, new, like new, or barely used products that we wouldn't have to go to the store, to the mall, to the wherever to buy your furniture, to buy your because we've got this right here. And it helps our different nonprofits in our community. So the money stays right here to help our homeless, our kids get clothes for school, our, you know, and there's a reason why reduce and reuse is before recycle, because that's the most important. And these um, are quality so, products too. Yeah, I know yeah. a lot
2: of people they'll they'll walk into a thrift shop of some kind. <laughs> some products that are just staggeringly good.
5: Yeah, it doesn't even look like anybody's ever used it, you hmm. know, before tags on some of these things. So, you know, this is all part of our mission. The palm oil, the reduce, reuse, the um, our mission to leave the world better than we found it. And that's making somebody's day, smiling at someone that morning, you know, Taking an abused, neglected animal and changing the world for it, whether it be a dog or a cat from our shelter, whether it be a tiger or a bear, like what we're doing, um, the mission is all the same, you know. And by doing these things, uh, shopping locally in our small businesses uh, to support them, you know, in our different nonprofits and stuff, it all, when we all work together and come together. I mean, do I sound like a tree hugger right now? Uh, well, no, I'm, seriously, I'm, I'm trying to ignore I mean, you as much as possible. I'm like, I'm so guilty but, of everything. I mean, I don't, uh, you know, we're just trying our best to encourage yeah. people to do better well, and leave it better well,
3: than we a counter. Counter. Let, me, let me cut in with we'll this real give, quick. Hey, give me a second. <laughs> okay. Fine. I want to let our listeners know if you have a question for our guests, I am monitoring Facebook live. You can also text 936-228-9368 there with your you questions. Go. Uh, we do have a couple, but we'll wait a moment and go over that. So now you can continue speaking.
2: I thank you. I just want to point out that Bears, et cetera, and, and Katie here, you know, they talk the talk, but they walk the walk. I'll say this because she she probably wouldn't want to, like, toot her own horn. Uh, last weekend, Family Promise in Montgomery County had their annual bed race and barbecue cookoff, And not only did Bears, et cetera, have a, a, an entry there, so they they ran their, their bed with the poor – who was that guy in the –
5: that's my husband. Okay. <laughs> okay. I heard, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Poor guy. He's in the full Poor body guy. bearer costume just dying in there. Um I want to see him on a lawnmower. They, Bears and Center actually won
5: Best in Show Best
2: in Show award on that. So, and this is something mo- a lot of nonprofits are so concerned about, you know, their corner of the universe to actually go to another nonprofit and say hey let us help you th- as well that, that's really cool.
5: Yeah and you'll see us a lot around the community for items like that because I'm on the community relations team uh, at the Woodlands Chamber mm-hmm. and so you'll see us out volunteering at different things around the county you know if we can make it in uh, a lot of times it's a divide and conquer like um, some of my volunteers are at one event while I'm volunteering at another event because we have a booth space here and volunteers are needed here we are a community-based organization and we want to be able to give back um as part of our mission one yeah a,
2: now one of the things i love about bears etc just just personally and what we're gonna go back to pandas is that <laughs> of course they can come back because pandas are cute everybody loves a panda they're they're goofy they right. they roll yeah they roll around all these you got all these webcams on you know panda they're tv kind of dumb. And stuff. yeah they're you know they, they know kung fu i have a
5: dog like that <laughs> you know
2: yes. you I have don't have, like, like here's that, the thing yeah. Well, that's kind of my point. You don't. <laughs> uh, you stepping out on me?
3: No, I'll take a step. Oh, okay. i about you. Yeah, okay. of course.
2: <laughs> but I'll take it to, there is no Kung Fu Grizzly. You, no. You know, or, well,
3: or, or, I think that was the one I chose that. Have you seen that? Uh, that's the reason they Grizzlies chose that. Because <laughs> it would be funny. I'll
5: it's, send you the link. <laughs>
3: my mic just fell uh, It's Kung down.
5: Fu in you.
2: Yeah, right. But so pandas get the. It's like the uh, the cute animals, or right. or with a nonprofit. If it's a, I'll say a sexy. Well, I mean, think about the Coca Cola
3: polar bear. Exactly, but then when you actually see a polar bear, they want to kill you.
2: And but bears, et cetera, does not discriminate. It's not pandas only. This is because these are the bears that get the short end of the stick. They're like, right? I, I eat people, but I'm still loved. <laughs> I'm deserving of sanctuary. And that's
5: one of the difficult things about getting this going. So specifically in the exotic pet trade, the bulk of the bears are black bears, black animals, native species, not endangered. They're not popular. You know, they don't photograph well because they're black. Um, they're native species, so oh, I can go up north and see a you know a black bear you know in Montana or Colorado or whatever, and um, uh, and they're not endangered, so there's no like you know critical emergency sense of urgency behind it. Um, so that's what makes it difficult. But there is an urgency behind it because they're living in neglected. And abused conditions in twenty foot diameter corn cribs and stuff like that across the United States. So that's well, why it's I urgent for us.
3: For listeners to, like, I the, I the thing I always wondered about bears, too, and from what I understand about hunting, is there certain areas, like in Canada and northwestern areas, where they are the top of the food chain, mm-hmm. and sometimes they can, it, like, basically, they, they it's kind of like the wild hog situation here in Texas, where they can disrupt the wildlife in the area because of the lack of a threat for a bear. And I think what I'm trying to say is for to educate folks, like you primarily do people who are stupid enough to own a bear and (laughs) buy auction bears. We're going to call it as it is. Yeah. And And, and then there's another side to conservation, like the panda issue. And also weirdos trying to do gallbladder stuff. But then you have... Bears can bears can be considered an invasive species because of how big and you know some areas are the they're King Kong, they literally are the king of the jungle in some areas
5: right um, bears in general are not what we see in the movies and in TV shows and stuff like that. They're not these big threatening animals. In reality, um, they are pretty opportunistic and if they feel threatened, they're going to go the other way or not necessarily threatened and go the other way. But if they're cornered and they need to, you know, protect themselves, they will. It's just like any other wild animal. Their first instinct when they see a human is not to fight them. Um, only humans, you know, have that urge, so to speak. But if, um, when you think about it, when you go into their territory, um, they're going to know the woods better than you. They're going to know have an exit strategy. Uh, and if you're between it and its exit strategy, if you're between mom and its cubs, mm. if you're between it and its food source, um, because and those are some of the reasons why you have to pay attention when you're in mm. bear country. The other thing, too, on the other side of that is leaving people who live in bear areas leaving bird feeders out, especially hummingbird feeders. That's sugar water. Well, you always
3: see those home videos of, like, bears jumping in the pool. Right, right.
5: (laughs) So as we move further and further into their territory, there's going to be human-bear conflict, which then increases the need for hunting them. Um, And Florida does a really, really good job with how they hunt and manage their bears. Um, New Jersey, not so you, much you because you can think shoot of bears a cub. In
3: Florida, but then
5: yeah, there's black bears. They're small black yeah. bears in Florida. Um, New Jersey, you can shoot a cub, a female. Um, their hunting season starts this weekend, and you can shoot anything if it's a bear, you can shoot it. You know, um, and so there's good management strategies for bears, and there's poor management strategies for bears. So everybody needs to take note of Florida and how they're managing that with their hunting and stuff. Um, because if you shoot a female with cubs in New Jersey, those cubs then starve to death, you know, type of thing. So, um, yeah, I don't know how to get everybody on board with the same yeah. stuff unless there's a federal uh, and the federal, you know, no, they can't do everything, well, no, that, no. you know. Is that next
2: <laughs> on your list? Like, because uh, you're affecting amazing change already. Mm-hmm. But is the next step taking it on into the political arena to to try and get bills passed or?
5: Um, bear hunting and stuff, not at this time. Okay. Um, I, I'm a hunter. I'm a fisherman. I'm a, you know, mm-hmm. I'm an outdoors person. Um, hunting can be a form of management. Yeah. And not knowing, there's so much to know about managing a species. Like for it's me crazy. to like.
3: Yeah. It's crazy.
5: Um, so. Um, You're
3: flying around in a helicopter shooting hogs. That's a, that's one of the solutions for the hog problem. I'm not saying they'll never connect to a bear, but people, there's a lot of management like methods. There's a,
5: yeah, hogs just and that's a whole nother. For
3: $2,500, we get two hours well, in a helicopter. And hogs taste better than. <laughs> Well, apparently bears not wild hogs. Wild hogs don't apparently taste good.
5: If you stress them out first and they get all that adrenaline going, then they don't taste very good. But if you can hover over them and shoot them without any stress, mm-hmm. then they'll taste okay. So she knows. So. What, I go. think what
3: what <laughs> amazes me about the ba- about bears is how they're different in every region. Yes. And especially when I learn more about polar bears, because of just how, and I'm saying this in the coolest way, like it's kind of like an awe. Like they're very vicious. in in an interesting way because of their habitat right and there's some interesting things out there videos you could see how they interact and like there really are they to me remind me of like the most secluded bears because they're literally going glacier to glacier and just figuring it out and then you see cool videos of them swimming and then like you're like man these are crazy but then good thing no one lives around them because they're just kind of like i'm gonna do what i want
5: well, and as the sea ice is melting, they're having to get more, yeah, more and more, more inland. Um, so, and there's more competition for food, so they mm-hmm. have to be more aggressive, you know, and everything. So, they're I mean, huge that's another. Bear. They're pretty.
3: They're, are they the biggest bear? Yes. Yeah, because that's that's one thing I was, I was looking at because they're like they're like nine times bigger than me or something like that. They weigh like almost they almost weigh a ton, right? Mm-hmm almost like right there. Yeah. That's a big bear if it weighs a ton. I'll
5: send you a picture. So, yeah, they're, it has they're all they're of the so, bears lined up. They're so Oh, yeah, cool. I want that. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. send it to you. But what
3: let's kind of Or you
5: could come to one of my presentations. I'll be presenting at the Rotary next Tuesday. Which Rotary? The one in Conroe?
3: A Conroe Rotary? Okay. Yeah.
5: pop in there. Well, cool. like,
3: you know
4: <laughs> bears Good are, I bears I like are
3: really interesting and then especially like how do you feel we're going to get to the questions that people are asking on here and I think this ties into one uh how is this different than a zoo? I don't know if that's what Dennis is asking okay. us. Yeah. But how is this different than a zoo?
5: So when you think about a sanctuary, you think about safety and quiet. Um, we're not people aren't running around like you go to the zoo and you see the field trips and stuff like that. Um, it's there's a lot of kind of not necessarily chaos, but it's kind of loud, you know, and stuff like that. And whereas a sanctuary is quiet and peaceful, it's yeah. somewhere, and that's where our slogan, "A Piece of the Wild," the P E A C E comes in. Um, you know we t- we've talked about having lockers in our entry for people to put their phones and stuff away and just go out and enjoy that piece of the wild that we're giving them, um, giving the animals that piece of the wild. It's quiet um, to just come out and enjoy and look and listen, you know, with all of your senses because we're so busy um, on our phones, you know, constantly that this is. Going to be the complete opposite of that and yeah, peaceful. Yeah,
3: what's really neat now, technology and the wildlife. There's a couple uh, forest folks who have set up camera, streaming right. cameras, and you can watch the brown bears, salmon, fish. Yeah, and it's wild because they're really good at it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but that's the unique thing because I don't think anyone really gets to see that.
5: Yeah, and, then, and they're actually really quiet in the wild. Animals, you know, they don't like the noise and stuff. Yeah. Um, and especially these guys because they're coming from neglected and abused circumstances. So it's like um, taking a foster child that has been in, like, such chaos for most of its yeah. life and then rehabilitating them. Um, and so that's why it has to be that quiet and peaceful environment.
3: All right, let me get to a, another okay. question. Are there any wild bears in Montgomery County?
5: Um, Not residents. We have seen scat imprint in the National Forest when we've been hiking because my husband and I love to go hiking. And so I can't say that they live here yet, but they are passing through.
2: What? Well, you know, Conroe's a destination. Yeah. So.
5: Everybody wants to come yeah, here. That's right. Largest gr- or fastest growing county in the uh, nation. Yeah. Everybody wants to come. So when and you get say national forest,
3: you mean yeah. Up north. yeah, and so you're saying you saw evidence of of a bear yes. w- walking through.
5: And you know how I knew that the scat was black bear.
3: What's the
2: scat? Is that poop? This yeah. Poop? Okay. will it answer the question. Do they poop in the woods? Apparently, they
3: do. Okay. Okay. There
5: wasn't bells, and it didn't smell like pepper spray. That would have been a brown bear.
3: Hold on, there wasn't bells. <laughs> I'm mean, was just a joke. I mean, yes, you're went missing the way joke. Any okay.
5: bear people may get it. Or well, I just imagine
3: out. you smelling poop. I'm like, all right, that's pretty hardcore. That's how they we tell find you out. When though. you
5: go hiking in the woods, you know, here you go back to your mm. how do I know which bear and what, what do I do? When you're hiking in the woods uh, and you see a black bear, uh, what do you do? Or if you see a brown bear, what do you do? Um, and they tell you to like wear bells and carry pepper spray and all of that stuff. So, um. yeah, so. That's why the poop would smell like pepper spray. Because it's the
2: uh, person who didn't it. know better.
5: You I got like it now.
3: It. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'm a little slut. So, I told you I don't get it sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> you caught up. You caught up. Well, let's kind of focus on the event this weekend. Okay. I know uh, if you're listening, you want to do something this weekend that's free and participate in a cool event. This is I'm reading this off the list right here. October Fest happening Saturday, October twelfth, ten a.m. to five p.m. in historic downtown Montgomery. Uh, the events included our barbecue cook-off, lawnmower races, a bake sale, crafters and shopping market, children's area, and gift card pull throughout the day. Uh, are vendors and everything still available? Like, if I have a lawnmower, can I enter? Or we
5: have the lawnmowers. You don't have to bring one. You just come oh. and we provide them. Yes. Um, vendor area. That, if that you, way, so
3: no one cheats. Like I. Yes. Like the
2: Pinewood Derby and I'm loading yes. it up
3: with the lead weights. I got gotcha. you. Okay, yes. so you provide the lawnmowers and. Yep. What's the what's so I'm reading? Is it a hundred dollars to um, enter with a team of six or we've what? We've
5: changed that up a bit um okay. because i don't think people were completely understanding what there the lawnmower races were they were I thinking that they had it. to bring their I own and stuff um so uh there's a bar welded on the back of the lawnmower to push with there's no engine there's no mower deck uh you just drive it through the obstacle course through manpower basically oh, um so we've changed it up a, a bit so uh um, oh, like you don't have to yeah it's down and back through the obstacle course oh okay um, So no motor, just pushed by people. No weapons or anything. No, no weapons. We encourage tutus though, Um, so there, you know, some team spirit there, and um, because uh, we didn't have anybody. Sign up. We've kind of changed it up so people can come and experience yeah, it for $10. Is, yeah. Um, okay. So you and another person, $10 entry fee uh, to go down and back. Uh, best time, worst time. Most cones knocked down. Least amount of cones knocked down. And you have ability if you stick around. If someone beats your time, you can enter again. And go through it again to oh, so try the, and Oh,
3: the fastest time at the end of
2: the day. Right,
5: yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, what about the other one?
2: Because so. I, I can go for the slowest time. So if someone goes slower than me, can I come back and really drag it yes, out? Yes, you're more than Wait, welcome to. Wait, there's really a
3: slow price? Yeah.
2: I'm yeah. telling you, I hold a Guinness record for the uh, longest amount of time to complete a marathon. <laughs> 34 years and 7 wow. months. Oh, oh wow.
5: Yeah. That's pretty good. And then good. You're,
2: you're still looking for sponsors?
5: Uh, Yeah, we're still welcome to anybody. Um, So if you want to sponsor, I said the other day, I will paint a sign with your sponsorship on it. (laughs) Um, She will get uh,
2: tattooed on her face (laughs) for the proper amount of money. I won't go that
5: far. Um, Skippy (laughs) will. Vendor area, if you want to show up... (laughs) <laughs> uh, if you want to show up Saturday morning, uh, provide your own tables, chairs, tent. Uh, we still have room for vendors. Uh, vendor setup is 730 to 830 Saturday morning. It's $100. Um, barbecue cook-off teams, if you've got a team that you can get together, start pulling in at 1 o'clock. Uh, chef Head chef uh, meeting is at 5 o'clock, so you just have to be pulled in and ready to go by 5. um? Uh, a.m.? Uh, 5 p.m. on Friday, on
3: Friday,
5: because uh, the barbecue teams start off Friday. Um, there are the different things for the barbecue teams are exotic, anything but bear. I've tasted bear, and I don't like it, so I'll know if you put that in there. Um, so that's a big no. Uh, uh, that's kind of, otherwise I will, kind of a given. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Iron Chef, we've got some spices that have been donated by a company who's one of our sponsors, and we all know how well you guys cook with your spices, but let's throw in somebody else's spices and see how you Ooh. do. Um, so, are you really a good barbecue cook-off team if you can use other spices and still come out on top? I so like. Uh, and then Saturday is chicken, beans, ribs, and brisket. Oh, wow.
3: So Full-on cook-off. Yeah, oh, we're nice. talking big
5: time. And last year, it was hard. Like, we had some great teams last year, so I'm looking forward to this year again. um and uh, are oh, judges there's a people's bribable? S- no. Oh, damn. Nobody knows we're who out, the judges Dick. are. We're out. Um, uh, there's also a people's choice. So $5 gets the public a each person a bowl and they go around and they taste what is provided by the cook-off teams. And so you taste what they've brought and you put your ticket in the jar uh, associated with your favorite team. And they win an award for that too. So that is yeah. so cool. That's a lot
3: going on. Now uh, the website, where can people find more information? Cause I know we kind of, we linked the website for bears yeah. And what is it all on there? Is um there a Facebook? it's mostly
5: the Facebook event. Okay. Yeah. Facebook and event. And I'm posting the different vendors um, and stuff this week, uh, just encouraging people and the different cook-off teams that have entered already. Uh, it'll really Friday night will That's be cool. the big live video to say, here we are, this is you know who our Free. confirmed teams are. And and I wanna add to this uh the gift card poll that we've added this year. Mm-hmm. So it's $20. You come and pull an envelope off the board, and it has anywhere from a $20 and up gift card. We have $150 gift card to Trulux. We have a $150 oh, gift True card.
3: Lux. What's Trulux? Oh, is a seafood
5: place down in the, the woodlands. They have
2: the best spinach jar dip ever. Okay.
5: Uh, they have seasonal crab and lobster and stuff like that, too um so it's really really good um we also have an overnight at the hodgepodge lodge which is a $260 value so um we've got some great gift cards going into this gift card poll uh so we're very excited for that too that All is right. so there's neat. a lot of stuff
3: going on so again folks that's happening this saturday in downtown montgomery uh it's happening from 10 a.m to 5 p.m if you're interested in, in basically being a cook-off or anything like that. Yeah. You have an email address, info at bears, et cetera, dot org. You also have the website, which we linked, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, it's just going to be a great event. This is the second annual, if yes. I remember. So this is going to be an ongoing event. So if you do miss this year, probably next yeah. year.
5: Take a break from all of the mess and chaos in Conroe this weekend. Yeah. Uh, from the crowds and stuff at the Cajun Catfish Festival and come out and visit us for a little bit.
3: Well, very cool. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah,
5: thanks for having me. I always enjoy my time here with you guys. Well, good deal.
3: Uh you're listening to Dick and Skippy in the Mornings. We're going to take a quick break. It is 9:41. We'll be right back here on Dick and Skippy in the Mornings. My power is in my head. Ooh, 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 ooh. People talk about
4: you.
0: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
4: Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world.
0: We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres and environmentally Find out more online at pathoftheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better.
4: Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com. In Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestarcom slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. With your questions, get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Health Center
5: Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurance. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look up the health center southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Take me to the future.
3: All right, welcome back to Dick and Skippy in the Mornings here on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, broadcasting live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Hanging out with my co host Skippy. We want to say a special thanks to Bears, etc., coming in talking about Oktoberfest happening this weekend. Just to remind folks, we uh, left the link and everything in the description on our Facebook Live feed. That's facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy. October Air Fest happening this weekend on October twelfth, ten to five p.m. in downtown Montgomery. Free event. There's going to be barbecue cook-off, lawnmower races, and a lot of opportunities to uh, support bears, etc. Here in Montgomery County. It is ten forty-five. We're going to be signing out after this segment, and so, uh, folks, just to let you know what's going on outside of bears, etc. I know I talked about the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival. I believe it's the thirtieth annual. So they're going big this year. Uh, here's the info I got right now. Uh, day, day passes are $12 online, $15 at the gate. You can get all three days for $20. Bucks. This is a three-day event in downtown Conroe, Texas. Uh, visit ConroeCajunCatfishFestival.com. If you're a music person, that's kind of what this is all about, catfishing music. Uh, the big guys happening on Friday. We got Wayne Toops, who's a Zydeco player. We have a lot of home, hometown people. They have a whole stage dedicated to hometown talent, like Ken and Danielle and Colton Black. Uh, and then uh, Saturday, the big headliners are Kevin Fowler and Pat Green on the uh, Demontron, Texas stage. And then, of course, Sunday's closing out with a lot of Zydeco music and then uh, the annual Catfish pageant. So, again, visit online at Uh Coming up this week for us, for Dick and Skippy, We have Friday. We're going to be here at 9 o'clock. We got Jay Stittleberg for Texas Senate 4. Mm -hmm. I said that right? Hopefully, Jay. Uh, We're going to have him in the studio. So if you have questions or anything for Jay, feel free to call or text us at any time at 936-228-9368 or send us direct message on all our social media on Twitter, Facebook, uh, and stuff like that. Uh, Then next week we're going to have the uh, YMCA Woodlands family coming in. They're going to be talking about – their run they're going to be doing because I know trick-or-treating it was this month and next month they have a cool run happening uh in the Woodlands YMCA during Thanksgiving uh another guest coming up this month we got the uh, workforce solutions they're doing their annual that, thing at we had them on Park. last year
2: they were really and cool and
3: if you're a veteran uh that's a it's a great thing to pay attention to so that's gonna be on the 23rd and then uh we got some music next month with Amy and me they're gonna come in the studio and play some music but that's next month we're we'll to get to that. If you want to be a guest on the Dick and Skippy in the Morning Show, feel free to email us at dickandskippy at gmail.com, or you can do the text call number at 936-228-9368. And then, uh, yeah, I think before we close out and say thanks to our sponsors, anything else you want to say? Well,
2: I do know that uh, free flu shots are being passed out. Are you a flu shot kind of guy?
3: I'm not allowed to talk about it because Holly will get mad at me.
2: Should I? Present this information?
3: Yeah, she, she, she's a big believer in the flu shot.
2: Okay, see, now, here's the thing. I'm not, because the one time I got the flu shot, I I don't know if I had the, I think I had the flu when I got the shot, because that day I got horrendously sick, and it lasted about two solid months of, of bronchitis, uh, I, as that day progressed, I could feel it. So I don't think it was the shot itself. I think I, I may have already gotten it. Yeah, I've survived know. each year without a flu shot, but then again, I'm also the age where you know when I hear people dying of the flu, they're in my age group. So you know, self-preservation may make it. That's getting, wonderful. But to help you stay healthy and strong this flu season, the Montgomery County Public Health District is partnering with Meals on Wheels to bring you free bring free flu shots to you. In
3: your home. That's senior care, by the way. Senior care. Well, do you
2: qualify yet? Uh, I can get the order off the senior's menu at Denny's and get my AARP discount. So Ooh. I'm, I'm close enough. I'm going to call them and find out. And you can call them. I'm going to give this number out twice. 936-523-5010. Let's do it three times. Yes. yes. 936-523-5010. That's 936 523 515. Shoot, I did oh it. Oh my again. gosh. Nine three six five two three five zero one zero, 523 5010. And uh, there are two locations at 1300 South Loop, 336 West in Conroe, or at the Meals on Wheels on 2235 Lake Robbins Drive in the Woodlands. I may take a chance and yeah. get a shot. I know Mrs. Skippy did, and she's making fun of me because I thought I'd rather just be sick with the flu for a week than take a chance on what I went through before. But you know what they say? Fool me once, shame
3: on you. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it there. Leave it there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's close out the show. Um, yeah. We'll be here on Friday. That's right. We're usually here on time, hopefully. And uh, right now, we're going to say a special thanks to our sponsors. We got Beanpunk Coffee at beanpunkcoffee.com. Hold on. I'm, I'm holding it up. These guys uh, rock. And Dick, thank you for getting my coffee this you're morning. You're welcome. That was, that was my way in. Uh, they're located in downtown Conor. They will be open during the Catfish Festival. So if you're going to be visiting downtown during the Catfish Festival and you want to get a uh, sandwich, lunch, dinner, drinks, coffee, all that kind of stuff, head over there at Bean Punk Coffee over at 330 North Main Street. Uh, also, thanks to Clean Sweep Office Cleaning uh, for small business office cleaning, one-time or scheduled cleaning needs. Uh, they have a phone number, 832 689 7996 visit them online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com and of course c three creative content creation. If it's creative and tangible, they do it. Visit C3Thewoodlands.com. You've been listening to Dick and Skippy live here on Lone Star Community Radio. We will be back, of course, on Friday morning at nine o'clock. I'm looking forward to Jay stillberg in the studio. Again, if you want to be a guest, Dick and Skippy at gmail.com. Uh, if you also want to have questions for our upcoming guests, Dick and at gmail.com, 936 is our call text line. So free, free, feel free to give us a ring. Sean, it was good to see you. Always, Dick. Yeah, and I will uh, see you guys well later.